On today's episode of the Productivity Podcast, I talk about how to have happier and more productive weekends. Welcome to The Productivity Show, the show that gets you where you want to be fast. Smash your goals and achieve more with actionable, easy-to-follow advice and become a Jedi Master of Productivity. And now, introducing your host, Paul Miners. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Productivity Podcast. Thank you so, so much for tuning into this episode. As always, I really do appreciate your time and your attention because we know how valuable those things are. So thank you for listening to this episode today. And today's episode is a solo show. I have no interview this week. Uh, instead, I'm gonna be doing one of my solo, solo episodes and I'm talking about how to have happier and more productive weekends. Now, if you want to read the show notes for this article um, where you can get all the links, and I've got a written version of this post uh, up at paulminers.com slash 21, so you can follow along at home. Uh, but for everyone else uh, listening while you're out on your run, in the car, on the way to work, or wherever you are, no worries, um, let's get stuck into it today. So, how to have happier and more productive weekends. Now, I don't know about you, but I love the weekends. And of course, I enjoy my job, and I look forward to going to work on Mondays, but weekends are really just such a magical time, aren't they? From the moment you clock off on Friday afternoon to Sunday night, the weekend is just a great time for relaxation, for socializing, and, uh, and of course, for us productivity nuts, it's a great time to get a few extra tasks crossed off as well. And I'm actually uh, recording this at the weekend. It's uh, Sunday, and uh, it's actually a long weekend this weekend here in New Zealand because on Monday it is Waitangi Day. Um, so it's a public holiday, which is awesome. So I have a little bit of extra time this weekend to get a few extra tasks done. And so that's awesome. So I'm recording this on the Sunday, but no work tomorrow. So that's pretty cool. Pretty lucky. Um, now, yeah, I wanted to talk about this topic because a lot of productivity articles out there talk about how to get more done at work. They talk about optimizing your work day and, you know, managing email and these kinds of things. And of course, that's a lot about a lot of what I've talked about as well on this podcast and on the blog. But what about the weekends? Um, you know, I ask myself and I ask you guys, should we just switch off at 5 p.m. on a Friday and forget about getting stuff done? In my view, in my opinion, no, we shouldn't. Um, this is because, you know, for me, and I hope you as well, productivity is a tool for a tool for get tool for getting for getting about doing more at work, at your nine to five or in your business. It's about being more effective and efficient in everything that we do, including, of course, how we spend our time at the weekend. And I would argue that by working out how you can have a more effective and efficient weekend, i.e. like a weekend where you're happier and one where you're pleased with how you've spent your time, you'll be able to, go, uh, you'll be able to get more out of them, um, you'll be contributing to greater happiness and fulfillment in your life. Remember, that's what productivity is. It's about being more effective and efficient with what you do. And in terms of weekends, having an effective weekend for me is about being happier. Um, and using the time to my to to you know your best advantage in the best possible way. Now to start with, I wanted to run you through my own weekend routine um, to give you a bit of an idea of how I spend my weekends. But of course, this is this is by no means the perfect routine, and I appreciate this is going to be completely different for everyone else. And just because this is what I do doesn't mean you should be doing the same. In fact, um, you you should be doing um, whatever works for you. As with all the productivity advice that I share, I'm just going to have a quick sip of coffee. Mm. Awesome. Right, let's get into it. So 
Saturday morning, um, my wife and I, Haley, we typically wake up around sort of 7 to 8 a.m. Um, and this might sound a bit early for some people, but because I'm up at 5 a.m. on weekdays, um, this is considered a bit of a lion for me. So we, we typically wake up about 7 to 8 a.m., sometimes even earlier. And uh, after getting up, we will have a nice breakfast, um, something like pancakes and coffee. And uh, we'll either eat this at the table or sometimes we'll um, eat in bed and catch up on some Casey Neistat vlogs. Is uh, one of the vlogs we're following at the moment. Or we'll watch some Netflix or something like that. Just a typical chill kind of Saturday morning. Um, and Saturday mornings are usually when I'll tackle some chores like washing, uh, cleaning, house maintenance and other errands and things like that. Um, and I just personally like being able to get this sort of stuff out of the way so that I have a clear agenda for the rest of the weekend. Uh, often on Saturdays as well, if, uh, if I've done my chores or if I, if I don't have any, um, I'll uh, squeeze in some extra work like writing, uh, responding to emails, just a bit of catching up, that kind of thing. Or I'll be, you know, working on my site and other kind of side project stuff because I do have a day job, um, you know, and, and everything I do on my website and the blog and the podcast has to happen in my own time. So, you know, the, the weekends are an important time for me to get some of that stuff done. Um, but I'm always conscious not to go overboard with the amount I try and do at the weekends as I want to balance work with relaxation and um, just recovery as well. Uh, generally in the afternoon and evening on a, on a Saturday, we'll just hang out with friends and family. Um, you know, we'll often arrange something ahead of time so that we don't have to waste time at the weekend trying to work out who's available or what we're going to do. Um, and and socialising is an important part of the weekends for me and, and for creating that happy, happy kind of nice weekend. And then Sunday mornings, much like Saturday, we, ha we have a nice breakfast and coffee. We'll often go out on a Sunday for breakfast and typically like go for a walk or something afterwards. And, and the only priority on a Sunday for me is to conduct my weekly review uh, and plan the upcoming week. Uh, this, is, this generally takes around like 30 minutes and I'll just use this time to organize my tasks and schedule when I'm going to do things during the following week. Um, and then Sunday evenings, uh, we'll generally go home to my parents' house um, because, you know, free food. <laughs> uh, yeah, go visit the parents and, and, and have a meal, uh, a nice home-cooked meal. Um, not that the meals at my house aren't any good. Haley is an awesome, awesome, awesome chef. She's actually incredible. Uh, but yeah, it's nice to go home and have uh, uh, meet, meet, see the family and have a, a nice meal with them. So that's kind of like my typical weekend. Um, you know, it varies quite a lot. Last weekend we were actually away, we were camping. Um, but that's, if I had to kind of say, like, that would probably be my typical sort of weekend. Now, I want to um, kind of now break up what I see are some of the key components of having a happy and productive weekend. And you might have picked up on some of this from what, I, what I've just talked about in my own routine. Um, so the first thing I want to discuss is like getting up early versus sleeping in. Uh, personally, I don't think there's a right or wrong here when it comes to waking up on a Saturday. You know, some people and some articles out there might argue that to have a productive weekend, you need to get up early and, and maximize how much you do during the weekend. But do you really want to do that? Um, if you want to sleep in, don't feel guilty about it. And if you want to get up early, great, go for it. Um, you know, part of the enjoyment of weekends comes from slowing down and taking the time to relax and just do what works for you. I would simply advise that if you are going to get up a bit later, don't go overboard and sleep in until like 11 a.m. as this is going to eat into your day. And, uh, you know, if you think you can combat this by staying up until kind of 2 a.m. On a, on a Sunday morning, um, I'd, I'd challenge you to just think about how this is going to set you up for the following week. Um, you know, and obviously there are outliers here. Like, I'm not saying you can't go out or anything like that. Um, but I, I would uh, I would sort of advise against making this like a regular habit of like getting up super late and then, and then staying up super late every single day of the weekend, week in, week out. Um, yeah, I guess that would just be my only kind of word of warning there. 
The other key component I find of a productive weekend is uh, and happy weekend is to get some exercise. Um, you know, just because we're taking it easy doesn't mean you get the whole weekend off. I think getting some exercise is a great way of giving some extra attention to your workouts and sporting activities. Uh, you know, for example, if you're a runner, um, typically you would go for a long run at the weekend when you have that extra time to to uh, plan, prepare, train, and recover. Um, and it's easy to get lazy with our workouts uh, during the week, you know, when, when time is a little bit um, of the essence. And so the weekends are a great time to work a bit, you know, extra harder and, and really push yourself. Um, you know, the next thing I want to talk about is uh, to take your time with the activities you would normally rush during the week. And this is sort of following on from what I've just talked about. Um, and this idea, actually, when I was asking Haley, my wife, um, well, what I should write about for this post and what I should talk about for this podcast, she made this really good point. And she said, just slow down and take your time with all of the activities that you normally rush during the week. So not just sports, um, but, you know, let's look at breakfast, for example. Typically, you know, breakfast, um, I'll eat at work and you're just kind of eating it um, while maybe even at the computer. Um, but, you know, at the weekend, take the time to prepare a nice meal and eat it at the table, you know, with your spouse, your family, your flatmates, whoever, and just enjoy the, the opportunity to slow down. Um, yeah, instead of going to the gym and powering through like a 30 minute routine, take the time to enjoy like doing a sport instead, you know, do some cross training. And there's a double win there if you're going to be playing with a friend because you get to socialize at the same time. And uh, instead of rushing your morning routine, take the time to get ready and prepare for the day. Start your day with some meditation, uh, some journaling or reading, because it's so easy to rush these activities during the week. It's really nice to use this extra time at the weekend to slow down and invest in yourself. One of my tips for uh, being more productive at the weekends is to schedule time to work on any chores or work that you'd like to get done. Um, as I mentioned before, I'll often tackle like chores or work on a Saturday morning. And to make sure I actually do these things, I schedule it in my calendar just like I would during the week. Um, in my view, um, if I want to get something done, including these sort of chores and things, it has to be scheduled for me personally. And, and by doing this, I carve out an actual time for the things I want to do so I can clearly see where my weekend time is being spent. And I also know that if I schedule it in my calendar, it's much more likely to get done compared to if I'm just, you know, trying to remember to do something at the weekend, which doesn't have a specific time attached to it. So if there are any chores you want to get done, like uh, I've actually, it's Sunday morning, I've actually just been out in the garden, tidying up the garden a little bit and doing some washing. Um, uh, the gardening activity, like I blocked out an hour for that in, the, in my calendar, just so I can see like on this Sunday, you know, where is my time going to be spent? And that way I can make sure I don't allocate too much time to all these like chores and bits of work that I want to do. And I'm leaving enough time for, for relaxing and things like that. Which uh, leads me on to my next point, which is to um, make sure you relax and enjoy uh, the, quote, guilt-free time. And so um, once chores and exercise and work is, uh, and all those scheduled activities have been um, completed, you can view all of the white space on your calendar where there are no activities or where there are no events scheduled as guilt-free time when you can just do what you want. You know, like watch Netflix, read, go out, anything you, you like, uh, and, and you don't have to feel guilty about it. Um, typically, I won't schedule things like, you know, uh, if we're going to go out for breakfast or go for walks or anything like that. That's just part of my guilt-free time. Um, but I guess if I had to sum up the last couple of points I've made here, what I'm saying is I think you should schedule the activities that you want to get done, any chores, any work that you want to do. Put those on your calendar 
you can see clearly that, okay, on the Saturday I've got um, three hours blocked out for some work here and some chores and things, and the rest of your day, this white space on your calendar is guilt-free time. And I just think doing this, going through this exercise, makes it very clear where your time at the weekend is gonna be spent, and it helps you to create that balance so you're not working too much, um, but also on the flip side, not um, relaxing and too, uh, too much and doing nothing and then forgetting to do some chores or forgetting to do some urgent tasks that you might wanna get done. So that's how I would kind of sum up these last few points is um, getting that balance right and making sure you schedule everything to, to help with that. The next point I wanna talk about, um, and it's an obvious one, is make time for friends and family at the weekend. Um, for me, this is like a really a crucial part of having a happy weekend, is to spend it with the people I care about. Um, family dinners on a Sunday are a tradition for us. Um, and uh, yeah, it's important to just make the time for the different people in your life. You know, Use the extra time you have at the weekend to um, rekindle some of those uh, relationships. You know, If there's someone you wanna catch up with, you haven't met in a while, go and catch up with for coffee, have a drink, uh, have a beer in the evening, something like that. Um, you've got the added time at the weekend, you don't have to squeeze it in on a week weekday evening, so um, take the extra time to foster those relationships. And uh, moving on to my next point, as I mentioned before, the only priority I have on Sundays is to um, conduct my weekly review and plan for the week ahead. Um, this is a really important part of my weekend, and um, it's, uh, in my opinion, it's it's one of these like non-negotiable things that I need to, I have to get done. I know that if I if I miss my weekly review, I'm likely to have a much less, uh, far less productive week the following week, um, because I haven't taken the time to plan what I'm going to do and when I'm going to do it. So I typically spend about 30 minutes on a Sunday afternoon to plan my upcoming week, and uh, I'll link to my um, article how I conduct my re weekly review in in the show notes on on for this episode at paulminers.com/twenty. But in a nutshell, what my weekly review typically looks like is uh, one: I need to organize my tasks and uh, decide which of the few things I'm going to be working on in the upcoming week. Um, so I'll, I'll look at my tasks, add anything extra that I think needs to be done, or remove anything that I think is no longer essential or not important right now, and I'll decide what am I really going to focus on this week. And with that, I always challenge myself to um, focus on less. Um, I think it's far better to focus more on less rather than trying to squeeze in too much. That way I do a much better quality job. The second step to this is then I plan when I'm going to do these things, and I actually block out that time in my calendar. Um, and this might even include, you know, planning my following weekend. If there's, there's chores and things I didn't get done, or there's some things I found that I want to work on next weekend, I'll, I'll typically plan that as well. So I, I don't have to spend Saturday morning or Friday afternoon planning that weekend. It's, all, it's already been done the following weekend. And then finally, what I'll do as well is I'll uh, document any like big achievements or challenges for the week um, using uh, my journal in Evernote. I typically write down just a few bullet points to summarize how I'm feeling, how I'm tracking, um, and, and document any achievements. And this is just a really nice way to close out the week um, by recording those achievements, those things I'm proud of, and uh, and get a record of the, the challenges I'm facing going forward. And that, that as well can inform what I might work on in the upcoming week. So those really are the key components of um, what I think will contribute to a happier and more productive weekend. Um, and to sum and to conclude this episode, I actually um, uh, 
I reached out to a few people on Twitter to get some extra um, ideas about what other people do to have happier and more productive weekends. And so I, I sent out some tweets to some people on Twitter and I got a great, some great responses. Um, and so I just want to read a few of those now. Uh, Mike Vardy from the uh, productivityist.com advises theming your days uh, on Saturday and Sunday. So Mike, what he does is he has um, Saturday is family day and Sunday is his leadership and planning day. And so this is a really nice idea, theme your days. And he does this with his week, uh, weekdays as well, obviously. Um, but it's a really nice way of setting the priorities, the, the theme, the overriding priority for that day. Nicholas Scalis from earnworthy.com uh, says, uh, talks about the importance of planning, preparing, and reviewing your upcoming week. So this is about uh, yeah, conducting the weekly review that we talked about before um, on a Sunday evening and so that you don't have to do it in a mad rush on Monday. Um, the other, the other um, take on this is you could even do it on a Friday afternoon. You know, if you don't want to do it on a Sunday, you don't want to give up any weekend time for it, have a go at doing it on a Friday afternoon. You know, when your energy is low, it's the end of the week, you don't want to do any um, kind of high impact, high energy tasks, try doing it on a Friday afternoon, close out the week and plan, plan your following week. Uh, Moitza Mars from superspicymedia.com recommends um, just having a day where she completely, completely to herself, where she doesn't even touch her computer. Um, she, she completely distances herself from any projects that she's working on, which means that um, she gets to, when she comes back to those projects later, she comes to them with a fresh mind and a new perspective um, uh, the following week. Uh, Joshua Milburn from um, theminimalist.com talks about planning to do very little and saying no to a lot of different things and just being grateful for whatever happens. Um, I think this is a, a really nice idea is just, um, yeah, focusing on the essential, I guess, which is a great response from uh, Josh at theminimalist.com. Um, I really like what Ben Austin said as well. Uh, ben Austin from stopstartdo.com. He talks about um, spending the weekends reading and filling his head with knowledge. And then what you do during the week is you actually implement that knowledge. I think that's a really simple, nice idea, um, a great way to um, yeah, spend the weekend, a really nice way of viewing your weeks and your weekends and how they contribute to one another. So the weekends for learning, the weeks for implementation and execution. Trevor Abram um, has the right idea as well. Um, he talks about living in the now and appreciating your weekend time. Um, I'm going to read his tweet here. I quote, Paul Miner's plan for downtime. So many people are already focused on the next week without appreciating the time they have at the weekends. So yeah, uh, great, great um, perspective here. Don't focus too much about what you've got coming up. Don't let those things stress you out or, or occupy too much of your um, energy or your attention. Just appreciate the time you have at the weekends. I think this is a really nice reminder of what's important and a really nice reminder to live in the now. Henry Reith from Fridge Magazine uh, had a, some, some really good tips to share. Number one, he says, um, take at least one four-day weekend a month. I think this is an awesome idea. And uh, I guess if you've got the annual leave racked up and if your job allows it, or if you can somehow build this into your, your lifestyle, um, having a, a four-day weekend a month would be a really great way of just um, relaxing and, and um, recovering and just having a little bit of extra time to yourself on a more regular basis instead of, I guess, uh, having one big holiday a year actually kind of spreading that out. I really like that idea. Uh, number two, he says, if you have a phone and um, you use it for work, uh, don't be tempted to reply to emails or messages. Like, feel f uh, just, just bear in mind that it's okay to leave these till the following week. I think that's a great idea, really important. And number three, he says, um, if you do want to do some work on a Saturday or a Sunday, make at least um, one plan to leave the house and go somewhere. Great idea. Um, yeah, again, just uh, emphasizes the importance of striking a balance between um, 
doing some work and having enough time to relax and recuperate as well. Um, and finally, Anthony, um, who I had on the podcast recently, he actually said, uh, every day feels like a weekend to me. <laughs> but seriously, though, since I work weddings on Saturdays, I spend Sundays taking it easy and I only tackle low energy tasks. Um, yep, great perspective there from Anthony. Just keeping keeping any work that you are going to do at the weekend um, pretty low energy and pretty pretty minimal. Um, so, yeah, I guess just making sure you're not being too stressed or too overworked at the weekends. Um, yeah, so thanks, everyone, for sharing those ideas on Twitter. Um, you can check out each of those tweets um, in the show notes and thank you so much for listening to this episode Um, I hope you got some good value from it I hope uh, you're going to be taking away some ideas that you can implement next weekend and uh, you can apply these to have a happier a more productive weekend if you have any ideas of things that I should be doing or you want to share with the community uh, please head on over to paulminers.com slash 20 and uh, sorry, no, paulmanners.com slash 21 um, and leave a comment in the show notes. I want to know what do you do at the weekends to have a happier, more productive and more enjoyable weekend. Um, and while you're over there, if you haven't already, um, be sure to sign up to my free seven day productivity plan, which is a free email course designed to help you create a system and a mindset for success. And it's all about teaching you how to put the routines and habits in place so that you can stay more organized and get more done. And finally, um, my only last request of you is that if you've enjoyed this episode or any of the other episodes I've put out recently, please consider leaving me a review on iTunes. There's a link in the show notes. I'd really appreciate your feedback. Let me know what you've enjoyed about the show or what you think I should be talking about more of or guests that you want me to talk to. Um, Any feedback that you have, I'd really appreciate an iTunes review, which also helps the podcast to rise up the iTunes rankings as well so that other people can discover the show and benefit from the advice that I'm sharing. Uh, One more time, thanks very much again for your time and attention today listening to this episode, and I will catch you next time on the Productivity Podcast.